Grieving is harder than dying. Hi, I'm Angela, and you are listening to Divinely Connected. And I believe that with my whole soul, after spending the last 10 years connecting those um, who have lost their depart- their loved ones with them on the other side, I feel strongly in saying that it is harder for those who are left behind than it is for those who have crossed over. No matter how tragic or uh, traumatic the departure was, grief is a beast. And if you are going through it for the first time, or maybe for too many times, or maybe you are loving someone who is going through grief, this episode is for you. Now, I am not an expert. This is just my conclusions after connecting with those on both sides of the realm um, over the last decade and how strongly and common the misconceptions are. Okay, so one, I think we can all agree, we expect to be sad right? We expect to be sad. When someone that we love, who is no longer here in physical form, we go, okay, sadness is acceptable, (laughs) right? But grief comes in and it is complex and it's unpredictable and it's inconsistent and it affects you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. And that we as humans in society are not prepared for. So if you are going through grief or someone you are that you love is going through a grieving experience and they are all the things but sad or all the things and sad, that is completely normal, okay? Because it affects you on all of these levels. And let's talk about, I would say, probably the most surprising um, aspect of grief that I hear is, oh my God, I'm having panic attacks. I never used to be anxious, but now I'm having panic attacks. This is probably the most common comment that I get when spirit will say validating their experience because we go, oh, I expect to be sad. I expect to be depressed, but I didn't expect this. Therefore, something is wrong with me. And that's just not true. You're physically going through a transformation. You're emotionally going through a transformation. You are mentally going through a transformation and you are spiritually going through a transformation. So there is a lot that is happening. Okay. So number one, cut yourself some slack. There is no perfect way in doing it. There's only the way that you can do it. Okay. And by doing that is just allowing yourself go through the experience. So physically, not only will, will you be experiencing extremes within your body, panic attacks, weight gain, um, increase or decrease in appetite, brain fog, insomnia, hormone changes, stress, um, cortisol changes within your body, you're going to feel like you're, you're physically not going to feel or look like you did before. And you're also not going to feel like yourself as you're going through the day. Okay. 
Um, mentally, you may find yourself um, having memory loss. You may find yourself really forgetful. Um, like you're not, you don't, um, you're not um, processing as quickly or efficiently as you once did. You can't hold your concentration. Nothing seems to be sticking or, or being able to engage your attention. Um, mentally exhausted, you know, like that numb exhaustion where we just want to zone out. This comes in as well right? So then emotionally, so like, I think, like you said, emotionally, we go, oh, this is the category that is, that is acceptable as I grieve, right? Because it's the only way that it has been represented to us through, you know, conversations, through um, movies, etc. And that would be depression, anxiety, but there's irritability, there's um, disconnection, there is disengagement, there's denial, there is um, almost feeling stuck in it, replaying in it. Um, so emotionally, there's a lot of processing that's happening. And again, it may not be the way that you thought it would be or may not align with who you were before this life changing event. Okay. And therefore, when it is not what, when it does not meet our expectations, we then feel like I'm doing it wrong, that um, there's something wrong with me, that this isn't how it's supposed to be. And that creates resistance and resentment within ourselves when we're already trying to process everything else that's going on. And that's when we can get, or get stuck or stationary within the grief. So grief is this letting go process. And grief is not only for departed loved ones. Grief is for anything that once was that no longer is. So you will be grieving relationships. You'll be grieving workplaces, experiences, um, people, even if they are not departed, they may no longer be in your day-to-day -day life, um, et cetera, right? And the way that spirit has taught me, they said it in the way of, we are all energy and we are all connected. And when we let go of a person, place, or thing, there is that disc, that, that letting go of energy. And so depending on how significant the connection was, it will then dictate the intensity of the grieving emotions. Okay. And what I have found in my own opinion from being able to witness people in these vulnerable seasons of their life is this feeling of expectations um, really overshadows their processing, right? And so because it's not how they expected it to be, then they are either going to go, okay, I put a timeline on myself, I'm done, <laughs> right? Or um, there's this almost distrust within yourself because one day you're going to have a good day and that's it. Okay, good. I turned a color or sorry, I turned a corner and then there's going to be, um, you know, a hard day or week. And um, that also is extremely common in the grieving process where you feel where it's just so unpredictable. One day you're, you're doing okay. The next day you can't get out of bed. And you have to have compassion and understanding for yourself. And if you are witnessing or you're loving someone who is going through this, you have to have compassion and understanding for them. Okay. Because there is a lot happening on all levels and not, none of it meets the eye, right? So you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. You have to show them, even if it, even if it invokes uncomfortable emotions within you, 
because this is again, because we don't talk about it because we're, we hide our grief. We don't want to make other people uncomfortable. Then we continue to be uncomfortable because we don't know how to talk to each other. We don't know how to love each other through it. And we don't know how to support each other. And the only way through grief is by feeling it. Okay. And there's not any one sentence, any one liner that's going to be able to fix it for them. And you have to accept that as well as if you're going through it yourself, there is not going to be any magic one-liner book saying greeting card that is going to fix it for you. Okay. We have to have compassion and understanding that this is a major shift and change in whatever you're feeling, whenever you're feeling it is the appropriate thing to be feeling. There is no timeline. How many times have I heard someone say, well, it's been a year. Like, oh my God, they're still over, still sad. Like, of course they are their whole life. Not only are they letting go or are, are missing a physical person, but also the dreams they had for them. Also how they um, influenced their life, how their life looked, how their life felt, the habits that, that come in. You know, how many people feel completely lost when you forget your phone at home? And your day is just wrong and it feels like you're missing a phone, people. Uh, like, just think of that, right? We feel so messed up when we forget our phone or we don't wear our watch. And something that has been part of our day-to-day -day life is no longer with us. And that's only temporary. And we know that that's only temporary. And it still is extremely uncomfortable and it throws you off for the day. Imagine someone that you deeply loved and that you have built a life with or that you have grown up with or who has always been a constant for you departs. And then put on top of that, imagine if it was uh, unexpected departure or a very tragic departure or a murder or a suicide that invokes even more emotions on top of it. It's challenging belief systems. It's challenging your faith. You know, we're questioning God and, and how this could happen and why this could happen. Or if they were, before they passed, they had a, a really um, deep struggle with illness. And that challenges your faith because why would they have to have that experience before they depart? Why couldn't it be an easier departure? Well, maybe you were there and maybe you're exhausted and you're tapped out. Maybe you weren't there and you wanted to be there. Now you're carrying guilt on top of that and shame on top of that. And there is so many things that are happening within grief. And if you're in it, you have to be okay with it taking as long as it takes and processing it the way that it does. And if you're loving someone who's going through grief, you have to understand that you can only see the tip of the iceberg, that you have no idea what they're going through. And even if they are articulating it, you really do not understand it until you are the one who is grieving. And I have heard that. I have heard that from medical professionals who um, said, until it was me, I didn't get it. Right. And that is with so, and so much in life. Until you are experiencing it, you have no idea how it feels. And you have no idea how it feels. 
and putting ourselves in someone's shoe and, and feeling the the pain for them, um, it doesn't doesn't even scratch the surface because we can go, oh, that was really hard, and then go home and hug our children or go home and lay one on our loved ones, and you know, and it's just it's just not the same. So you cannot. You cannot come from a place where you know what it what it's like. And this is why bereavement groups are so important. This is why connections are so important. Grief groups, even online presence, because it allows someone that support who has been through it, who who understands it. And it does bring comfort. So what about um, talking about the loved ones? Right? We think, oh, I don't want to upset them. This is again whether you are affected by this departure or not, because I spirit will come through and say, you know, don't worry about making each other cry. You both need to cry, but they will withhold what they want to say because they don't want to be the one to upset the, the other. And this is them both grieving the same person. The same thing will happen if you have someone who is grieving someone and a support person coming in, not knowing what to say, not wanting to say the wrong thing, not wanting to, to make them cry. They need to cry. They need to. We, we want to talk about them. Every single soul, every single human that I have connected with wants unapologetic permission to talk about who they are missing, to go to your memories lane without feeling bad as though, oh, I'm saying it again. You're probably sick of it. Or, you know, they just want to talk about them all the time because talking about them allows them to feel their energy. What about what are we going to change the house? Are we not going to change the house? Are we going to leave the bedroom the way that it was? Are we not? What are we going to do with the clothes? Whatever you want. Spirit will always say, Whatever you want, if it if you keep it and it makes you feel good, then by all means, don't apologize to anybody for that. If it makes you feel connected to them and it gives you good feelings, keep it. If it is, if it's not giving you that and it's too much and you want to part ways with it, part ways with it, right? So again, there's always these judgments because we don't understand when we're, when we're watching from the outside, going, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh." Um, they keep everything and it's like a shrine, but it's because that's what makes them feel close to them. And if that helps, then it helps, period. Right. And or, oh, my God, they got rid of all the stuff. They're going to regret that if they cannot handle looking at it and it literally gives them pain, then getting rid of it is the right thing to do. Right. So until you are going through it, you really do not know. And your job is to love and support, not to criticize. And when you're going through it, you give yourself unapologetic permission to feel the way that you feel, to allow it to come in, to not judge it, to know that it will lighten. It will lighten. You may not be able to breathe today. You may not be able to eat today. You may not be able to sleep today, but you will again someday. And that doesn't mean that you're going, that doesn't mean that you are not honoring your loved ones. Your loved ones want you to feel like yourself. They want you to be able to live a life. That's why we are here, right? And they would never want you to be hurting. They understand that you are hurting and they understand that your senses, like again, mind, body, and soul, everything is affected here. And 
that is what is overwhelming and it's, and it's coming in on all realms. It's coming in on all layers and it's hitting all of your senses. So overstimulation times 100,000, right? And so they understand that, that you will have a difficult time, but they're going to do everything that they can to help you through it. Okay. And so trusting that they are cheering you on, trusting that honoring yourself is the best way to honor them because they're okay. They're in heaven. They're with God. They're in unconditional love. There's no pain. There's no worry. There's no struggle. They are okay. No matter how they departed and no matter what happened before they departed. Okay. They are okay. They are concerned with you. So if you say, how am I going to honor them? The best way you can do it is by honoring you and giving yourself the support and the permission to grieve the way that you need to, but to move through the stages of grief. And it's going to bring up ugliness. It's going to bring up anger. It's going to bring up sadness. It's going to have you howling at the moon. And that is okay. That is okay. Remember, you can only do it the way that you do it. And there's no wrong way in doing it. I'm going to leave you with that. I hope that this helps and I wish you all the best.